Everyone loves a room with a view. I'm Dr. Lynn Pascarella, president of the American Association of Colleges and Universities. And today on the Academic Minute, Carrie Dean Carso, professor of art history at SUNY New Paltz, delves into the history of one type of structure that's built around this principle. Follies are small-scale buildings set within landscape grounds or overlooking sites of natural beauty. 18th-century English aristocrats placed these little buildings within their landscape gardens as eye-catchers to lead visitors through the grounds. Designed to mimic the architecture of the past, Follies sparked reveries about history and the passage of time. The name Follies derives from the apparent uselessness of these buildings in that they were primarily garden ornaments and belvederes or lookout towers, allowing their owners to survey the land that comprised their hereditary wealth. One might not expect to find Follies in the United States with its origins as a democratic republic, but in the late 18th and 19th centuries, Follies, including temples, towers, ruins, and summer houses, today known as gazebos, were often built to signify the owner's social class and access to leisure time. Neoclassical temples were particularly popular in the decades after the American Revolution. Thomas Jefferson designed more than 20 follies for his landscape garden at Monticello in Virginia, although only one was constructed. The pavilion has been recreated based on archaeological evidence near the vegetable garden. Jefferson read in this little temple, but also gazed at the landscape. Indeed, providing a view was integral to the folly building type. By the middle of the 19th century, follies started appearing in public parks such as New York Central Park. Designed by the park's co-designer, Calvert Vox, Belvedere Castle is a miniature Romanesque revival fortress that appears to grow organically out of the rocks on which it is built. With terraces and lookouts on every level, the tower provides visitors with elevated views of the park, thus allowing everyday people access to the feeling of power and sublimity that comes from the view from above. That was Carrie Dean Carso of SUNY New Paltz. You can find this, other segments, and more information about the professors at academicminute.org. Production support for the Academic Minute comes from AAC&U, advancing liberal learning and research for the public good.